So the snippets is sponsored by Rene Jack Nusbanli Lenishmas Adobas Yehuda Tzvi Zichrona Levracha. We've been introducing Ashrei, and tonight we dive right in to what is the centerpiece not only of our Psuke de Zimra, in many ways the centerpiece of all Sefer Tehillim. It's called Tehillim after Tehillah Le David. The whole name is derived from this paragraph. That's how critically important it is. So much so Chazal guarantee us if we say it three times a day, we absorb and live its messages and themes. We're guaranteed a portion of the world to come. So, Ashrei Yoshvei Secha, that word Ashrei, what does Ashrei mean? I venture to guess the different Sidurim that are represented here tonight translate the word Ashrei differently. Some say the word Ashrei means praiseworthy. Praiseworthy is the person Yoshvei Secha who dwells in your house, Hashem. Praiseworthy. However, the Malbim says the word Ashrei comes from the word Osher, which means not praiseworthy, but happy, fortunate, blessed. In fact, the Malbim writes, Osher shall nefesh. Osher with an Aleph, not an Ayin. Not you're rich if you sit in the house of Hashem, but Osher with a happy. person is blessed, the person is happy when that is their dwelling, when that's what occupies and preoccupies their time and their attention. Again, the actual paragraph begins with Tilal David. Chazal added these two sentences first. Tosavos tells us to remind us that before we can fulfill the mandate and the mission to communicate, to feel we have an audience with Hashem, Ashrei Yoshvei Veisecha, first we have to have the experience of sitting and connecting with Hashem, of trying to shut out the distractions, purge the things that take away our attention, Ashrei Yoshvei Veisecha, and only then, after Yoshvei Veisecha, then, then we're in a position to really have a conversation, to really offer praise. The Gemara in Sanhedrin, the tells us, that a person who sings Shira in this world will merit to sing Shira in the world to come. And how does the Gemara know that? It quotes a Pasuk. Shinamar, I'll give you one guess which Pasuk. That if in this world you're Yoshve Vesecha, if in this world we're sitting in the house of Hashem, then Ode, in the next world, we will continue to be able to praise Him there. The Yaivet says, the Yaivet explains that, you know, in this world we can occupy ourselves with the pursuit of the physical, the material, of indulging in the pleasures of this world, of amassing and accumulating things, or we can enjoy this world and we can have things, but all for the purpose of Yoshve Vesecha. It's all to advance our connection with, our trust in, and our relationship, our love affair with Hashem. So Asher Yoshve Vesecha Kol Omer Shira. If you say Ashrei in this world, if you sing Shira in this world, what is Shira? Shira is a statement, an affirmation of faith in Amuna, that everything that happens, happens for a reason, that we see it all come together, that we understand our mission and our purpose. Shira is the spontaneous song of feeling the fulfillment that I am doing and I'm living what I meant, what I'm here to do. So a person who sings Shira, Yoshe Vesecha, if that's our focus in this world, then Od Yalalucha Sela, then Zoha Omra Liola Mahaba as well. Rav Hirsch says, why doesn't the Pasuk say, Ashrei Yoshvim Secha? Fortunate or blessed or praiseworthy are those who are sitting in your house. Clearly it can't mean literally sitting in your house as in the Beis HaMikdash. Why can it not mean that? Because we have Valacha. If you don't descend Machos Beis David, if you're not of the Davidic dynasty, you're forbidden in Yeshiva, you're not allowed to sit in the Beis HaMikdash. So Ashrei Yoshvei, blessed, fortunate, praiseworthy, can't be talking about sitting in the Beis HaMikdash. So why doesn't it say Yoshvim? Why does it say Yoshvei? And what is the Bevei Secha? Rav Hirsch has a phenomenal, important insight. He says Ashrei Yoshvei Secha is describing not a geographic place. It's not where we're sitting 
It's a frame of mind. It's a state of being. It's when we attach our normal everyday activity to the service of Hashem. That whatever we're occupied and preoccupied with, we're not doing it in the pursuit of the mundane or the ordinary, but rather we're embedding, we're imbuing it with a sense of spirituality. We're transforming and we're elevating it to mean something so much more. And I think that's connected to what we're about to start reciting in the uh, month of Elul. In less than a week from now, when Ashkenazim at least will say, will, uh, say Ladavid twice a day. And in it we say, Acha Sha'alti Hashem, there's one thing we want from you. Shivti Bevis Hashem Ko Yimechayah. I want to sit in your house all the days of my life. How could you sit in the house of Hashem all the days of your life? You're not allowed to sit in the house of Hashem, that's the halacha. Plus, a person has other responsibilities. You have to earn a living. You have to eat. You have to sleep. You have to shower. You have to go to the bathroom. We have all kinds of other responsibilities. It's impossible to achieve to sit in Hashem's house. Shifti b'vez Hashem kol yimei chayai. It's impossible. So the Slonim Rebbe Zatzal explains what it means is if everywhere I go and with everything I do, looking for Hashem and I'm looking to connect with Hashem, then I'm sitting in Hashem's house kol yimei chayai wherever I am. This is a state of mind, not a geographic description. So a person's religious identity is not reserved for the shul or the base medrash. No matter how hard you shuckle, no matter how much you learn, if you leave the confines of the shul or base medrash, and when one goes to work, they're ruthless. When one goes to the supermarket, they're rude. When one goes to the gym, they're unkind or they're inappropriate. Then a person is not living a religious life. A religious life doesn't, isn't left behind at the exit of the shul of the Beis Medrash. But wherever I go, I want to feel I'm in the Beis Hashem. My kitchen's Beis Hashem, work's Beis Hashem, the gym's work is Beis Hashem, the supermarket's Beis Hashem. So that's the Pshat Ashra Yoshvei Beisecha. Not Yoshvim Beisecha, but Yoshvei Beisecha. Praiseworthy, blessed, happy are those who have that state of mind, who carry it with them. Just to finish this uh, opening sentence, the Raman Bipanu says, it doesn't say Yoshvei Bivesecha, that blessed or fortunate are those who sit in your house. It says Asher Yoshvei Vesecha. What's the difference? He says, because the idea is not to sit in the house of Hashem, but Asher Yoshvei Vesecha, that we are to be Vesecha. B'shachanti b'socham, we are to live lives in which you are bate mikdash in miniature. If we transform our lives and we become an instrument, a vehicle of godliness, then our entire lives, we're not living b'vesecha, our whole lives are vesecha. We ourselves are that home, we are that instrument. What does it mean, od yahalalucha selah? Rav Avram, the son of the Gras, says, just like there's a value, ashrei yoshvei vesecha, there's a value just being in the right environment, being surrounded by inspiration. But even greater, owed more than just being in the right environment, owed even better than that, more than that is, Ya Not just through osmosis, not just to be in the right environment, but to be so inspired to be singing the praises of Hashem.